This is a clip from an interview with Paul Blackham. Paul is a theologian and church leader based in London and has wide experience planting churches around the UK. He also produces Book by Book, a Bible study resource that seeks to share the joy of meeting Jesus in all the scriptures. Enjoy. One last question, just on theology. You have a passion for theology and you're, you're producing well, you've produced a resource called Frameworks, a series of books, um, uh, 30 days of scripture and theology. What would you say to someone who said, look, we need to just forget theology and just get on with church planting? Yeah, it's hilarious, that sort of thing. I suppose let me be kind and say it sometimes comes from a place of zeal and they're just so like, let's just get on with it. And so maybe it comes from a good place. But it's not always a very wise place to go because the thing is, we believe lots of stupid things Mm. that are nothing to do with Jesus. We were just looking in the book of Colossians at the beginning of chapter two. He says, I want you to know how hard I'm contending for you. And it turns out what he's contending, struggling, fighting for is that they would have wisdom and understanding. And then it comes up again in two Corinthians when he's saying that um, we we have divine weapons to smash down fortresses and strongholds. What are they? The things we think. Mm. Uh, They're about what the knowledge, understanding, thinking, and that the enemies we've got, and it comes out in Colossians too, that these like spiritual forces are trying to make us believe stupid things or things that are just tied up with this passing age. So the Bible's constantly trying to examine and get at what we think and we believe, because the world, the flesh, and the devil is, are all these other voices, my own desires, the devil's scheming to come up with things that sound plausible, but which will destroy the power and integrity of church. And then all the human voices around me that sound, you know, I'm like, oh, that sounds quite clever. Oh, that's a good idea. And all that sort of thing. And it is interesting what we thought about with Psalm 1. The, the big feature of Jesus in Psalm 1 is that he does three ways. He does not listen to all these other voices that are, be, are coming in. But he instead makes sure he only listens to the word of his father. And therefore... He is like a tree that bears fruit. I find that in myself, I'm constantly finding beliefs, assumptions uh, that sometimes I love the, I'm like, yeah, I absolutely believe that. And then I discover it's totally wrong, totally wrong. It can be just selfish. It can be opinionated. It can be worldly. It can be all sorts of things. And all my life, I'm trying to find those things, confront them. and, And as Paul says, take every thought captive to Christ. Nothing less than that will do. Now, my point is over the years, I've been doing a fair bit of church planting, church work. I've been doing it now for, well, getting on for 25 years. Um, What I've discovered is that there are loads of things I've had to overthrow in my thinking, my believing. Mm. So, If a person just says, no, no, let's just get on with church. Let's not worry about theology. Let's not worry about thinking seriously about Jesus or understanding him 
or, or getting wisdom and understanding from him. Let's just get on with doing stuff. That will almost certainly lead to catastrophe. I made terrible mistakes because I've done that sort of thing. What we need to do, let, I'll, I'll give you this one. Um, where I love it in the book of Exodus, where um, they get to Sinai. There's a few difficulties there. I'll leave that for another time. But the Lord Jesus gives all these instructions on how he wants them to set up church. And he says, listen, for you guys, for the next 1500 years, I want you to run church this way. And I want you to know tabernacles and sacrifices and priests and festivals and all these kinds of things. But particularly this tabernacle building thing. That's how I want you to do church. And then he, he gives the, he, and then he's really insistent. You must do it exactly as I told you. You must do it exactly as I told you. And then you get, then when they make it, you get all the instructions all over again. And a bit of us is like, oh, come on. I've heard all this. I don't need to hear it again. And Jesus is like, you do. I know what you're like. And then when it says then they did it, they set it all up church just as jesus told them to do then that lovely bit at the end of exodus the glory of the lord comes down jesus and the pillar of cloud and fire which is the spirit and so glorious is it that even moses he's like oh he can't even get close because there's so much glory i love that because it's reminding me do church the way jesus wants us to do it then he can show up in the power of the spirit but if we're just like oh, it doesn't matter i'm just going to do it the way i think i should nadab and abihu did that and it was bad if you don't know who they are people i know you do sam but, but people might look up nadab and abihu see what happens if you don't pay attention to doing it the way jesus asks us to do it